hello 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 everyone what up yo yo my name is jamaria johnson and i'm marcus johnson and welcome back to our house <laughs> yeah why are you looking at me like that because it's late again it is late but don't even complain why can't i complain because we could have recorded this an hour ago it has not been that long i got home at 905 it's 10:15. Um again, did you not eat when you got home? I didn't have to. You made me. Remember? Yeah, because when you got home, I was in the middle of my relaxation time. But you knew what time I was coming home. I don't care. <laughs> like, like I'm not on your time schedule. I was on my own time schedule. Okay, whatever. The point is don't complain about how late it is cuz Just saying. We could have recorded it an hour ago. Anywho, welcome back to our fifth episode they can't see you rolling your eyes just so you know <laughs> um but welcome to our fifth episode i'm so happy Ooh. number five number five milestones <laughs> there you go but, shout out um, to everybody who um has sent me messages and uh about the feedback of the podcast and how much y'all enjoy it really appreciate that yeah thank you so so much for all the feedback we've been receiving it's been great and it's the been- emails too yeah, it's been all positive so far. So It has been. Yeah, the emails are great. Please keep those coming, guys. Keep them coming. <laughs> and if you don't like some, don't be afraid to tell Jamaria, you know, that you don't like it. Uh, don't be afraid <laughs> to tell Marcus that he's crazy and cranky most of the time when he first gets on here. I feel like you always have to, like, warm up. Like, as soon as you get on the mic, you're always like, it's like, I'm tired. I mean, that's the reality. Blah, blah, blah. And then you warm up and you're fine. Yeah, but that's the reality because usually I have a long day because my day starts way earlier than yours does. I know. I understand. I'm actually very tired today. Um, So, you know, I might not be as corny as I normally am but then again I probably will be so yeah you got your little bar classes and you just think you're an expert because you've been going to bar <laughs> I for I have not said that I'm an expert well that's why I haven't really talked in depth about it because I'm not an expert like I only know that I go and I like it that's all that I know that's all I know oh okay speaking of bar classes though <laughs> <laughs> last week you had no faith that i was gonna go to these classes and what have i been doing i mean you went to the class today yeah and i went a couple times last week as well so you've been three times no i've been more than three times thank you very much and i'm gonna continue to go but did you start your meal plan We're not talking about me right now. We're talking oh, about you in this bar class. We are, honey. We are talking about you. Did you start this meal plan? Uh, crickets, crickets, um, crickets. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Oh, that means no. That means no, everyone. He did not start this meal plan. He didn't even put an effort in towards <laughs> starting it. We didn't go to the grocery store. Like, none of the above. He did not. I mean, in my defense. In your defense, what? I had a show this weekend. Okay. And for those of y'all don't know, I've been sitting out for a little while. You have? Um, I've had to recover from some injuries. Mm-hmm. And it was my first show in a long time. Okay. 
And and in my head, I was mentally preparing for this show, which went great, okay. great by the way. And so because of I'm that, I'm waiting on the reason why you didn't go to the grocery store. Can you let me finish? <laughs> I'm listening. Let me finish, right? I'm so listening. Um, so you know, this was on Saturday. The show was. I didn't get back home to super late on Saturday what or time Sunday morning. What time did you morning. have to be at the show? Um, I had to be there at five. Okay. But before that, I had a meeting. Okay. What time was your meeting? Um, my meeting was at twelve. Okay. So what did 1130. you do before that? Uh, I, I had to get ready to go. <laughs> what do you mean? Y'all, he got all these excuses. You know what I'm saying? The point that so, I'm trying to make is, then, if he really wanted to do this meal plan, and let's he be either would have a got up and went to the store before all these Saturday activities, or b said, "Hey, Jamaria, you know I have a whole lot of stuff." going on do you mind going to the store for me and getting me the stuff for my meal plan i really want to start tomorrow but did you do that no but let's talk about how on sunday when i was supposed to start somebody was being a big baby because they was claiming they ain't see me all week and wanted me to take you out okay on sunday so, so what does that have to do with you eating because if i take you out to a restaurant i'm supposed to do just watch you eat you can eat stuff that's within the meal plan Kyla provided no, for you. It no, just have you're to supposed be... to cook it at home. That's what you told me before. So <laughs> well... now so now you're trying to change the rules because it suits you your You could have ate at home and then we could have had my food at Stony River. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So, you know what I'm saying? If you go tell the story, tell the real thing. I took you out because, you know, you But was... again, these are all excuses because if you really wanted to start... Then me wanting to go to Stony River wouldn't affect you. So it I'm just supposed wouldn't. to. I'm supposed to just take you to Stony River and just sit there. I mean, maybe we wouldn't have gone to Stony River if you were starting this and we had to cook a meal at home. Maybe we would have just had a nice meal at home. But like you said, you were gonna take me out to Stony River, which I greatly appreciate because I've been craving Stony River all see, month. See, this one be talking about man. But, you try to you try to go above and beyond for your for your wife, and they never satisfied, and they want to just bring up stuff. He's deflecting you know from saying? the fact that he did not start his meal plan. Excuse me for being a <laughs> you know a good husband and taking my wife out on a date. You know you what I'm saying? You are so full of it right now. I just I just don't understand. You just can't win, fellas. You just never can win, no matter how much you do. Clearly, he's just deflecting this whole thing. So we're not gonna talk about this no more. The point <laughs> is. He didn't believe me that I would be going to these bar classes. What did I do? I've been going. And guess what I'm going to do? Continue to go because I enjoy them. I didn't believe him that he was going to start this meal plan. And what did he do? Not start the meal plan. You act like there's still not time. Like it's over. No, nah, because next week the 4th and you're going to be like the 4th of July next week. I got to I can't. I got to drink. I mean, we don't really, for the I mean we, we really don't have any plans for we don't, but we didn't have no plans for Memorial Day either. And somehow you ended up out there on the grill. Anywho. Yeah, the silence <laughs> lets everyone I'm, I'm, know I'm not, that I'm right. I'm not right. about to do this with you today. <laughs> All right? I'm not about to do this with you. So. I don't know why you didn't know I was going to bring this up. I remember everything. I'm sure you, you remember what you want to remember. I remember that's number one. everything. And anytime you can call yourself calling me out, that's exactly what you're going to try to do. Oh, yeah. You'll call me out, too, in a heartbeat. I guarantee you, had I not gone to any bar classes. I probably wouldn't have remembered right now. You would have remembered. You would have remembered. 
Cause you let the whole world know that you saw the Groupon charge on that account. That's cause I check. <laughs> I see everything. And you would have been sitting here like you don't spend our money on a bar class, and you ain't even going. You just wasting money. That's what you would have been saying. <laughs> see, he laughing cause he know I'm telling the truth. I don't you like wasting money. Well, you not because I'm going to the classes. Okay. That's okay, cool. so and I'm gonna do this plan on my time. Period. It will be November before you. <laughs> November. And then he gonna be like Thanksgiving coming up, and then Christmas, and then New Year's. You, you gotta eat good on New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> you petty dog. It's always gonna be some sort of excuse. Nah, man, you got a few months in there. Ain't nothing going on. Right after Fourth of July, you got a little gap until Labor Day. Okay, so you saying you gonna do it in August? No, I'm actually gonna start in July. When? You ain't gonna give me no. I'm date. not giving you a definitive <laughs> date so you can try to hold me to something. Okay, but you did say July. I did so say people July. Note that he said he's going to start this meal plan in July, and just so you guys know, it's not like, uh. Is it like a diet? I don't really consider uh, it a I diet. I don't know. I mean, it's just like a, I would say it's more more towards going like a lifestyle change. Yeah, because there's specific things that he's supposed to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. And it's like good foods. I mean, like I would, I'm going to do it with you because I mean, if I'm helping you cook, obviously I'm going to. Why are you looking at me like he looking at me like he don't believe me? But if I'm having to help you cook some of these meals, I'm not going to cook this for you and then go out to buffalo wild wings and give me some spicy garlic wings yeah <laughs> like, you might not go out and get the spicy garlic wings but in the between time you're gonna have chips yeah, I'm not and, saying, so, so i'm saying so you're not really gonna no no, no 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 i'm not saying that i'm gonna be like sticking to the strict guidelines of oh, this okay. meal plan with you what i'm saying is i will probably eat some of the meals with you because they're actually nice meals kayla did a very good job of you know putting together meals that i think you will enjoy eating Mm-hmm. And it'll be good for you and all that good stuff. So yeah, what are you I, doing with your microphone? I mean, I just thought something was going on. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I look forward to it. I just got to get my mind right. You look forward to I it? I do look forward to it. I just got to get my mind right and, you know, get out get out of my, my slump. You in a slump? I'm in a slump. Why are you in a slump, sweetie? I don't know. You don't know? I just don't know. Just, I just been, I've just been focused on one thing and that's it. And that's just, this has been... What's going just on? been tunnel vision. That's it. Okay, well, we're going to have to talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> Whatever has <laughs> got you in a slump. We're not going to get into that right now. But, um, yeah, so first I just want to say rest in peace to Joe Jackson. I found out today that he passed away, and I feel like he's lived a long time. I mean, 89 years is a long time. Yeah, and so rest in peace to him. The other day was Michael Jackson's um, like anniversary of his death, or was it his birthday? I, I think it was, was the anniversary of his death. Yeah, it was the anniversary of his death. So their dates are like real close together. But just wanted to say that no conversation piece. Just yeah. Shout out to the Jackson family. Shout out to the Jackson. Um, let's see what should we talk about next. I don't know. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> You're always so awkward when I'm like switching subjects. I mean, I don't know how I'm being awkward. I'm sitting over here listening to you trying to figure out what direction you're going. You trying to get mad at me because I don't I'm know where you're going. I'm not mad, but you always just be sitting there like, okay, what's 
Yeah. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. And you no, over here sitting not. over here looking at me because I don't know what you're you about to say. talk about whatever. Do you have any topics to contribute today other than your Marcus Money moment that you almost didn't have? I'll say, see, you always got to. <laughs> so, you know, to this, I'm not even going to have to give a whole bunch of excuses. We'll talk about that when we get to your Marcus Money moment. But I will say that, you know, it. I have been a busier than usual these last few weeks. We're going to talk about that when we get to your Marcus That's Money fine. moment. Okay. So what I wanted to talk about next was the fact that two days ago, you slid in my DMs for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, Marcus has never, well, I ain't gonna say never, but it has to have been like very, very small amount of times that he slid in my DMs because I really don't recall any other times that you just kind of like slid in my DMs and was kind of like flirtatious or whatever. So I had to, you know what I'm saying, slide in that thing. You know? I was taken back. I was like, oh, okay. This is what's up. I like this. Yeah, he was looking good. So I was just like, I might as well just go ahead and hop in there. And Don't you think that you should like slide in your significant other's DMs I mean, every now and then? I guess, I mean, of course, why wouldn't you? But, I mean, I, that's just not something that I do on a regular because usually when I'm on social media, I'm just looking. I don't comment on nobody's stuff. I usually don't like nobody's pictures. But I'm your wife. I understand <laughs> that. I know you get mad at me when I don't. Don't be all on your in your no, comments. I don't. I don't get mad at you, but it was nice to see you, like, Sliding in my DMs and being a little flirtatious or whatever. Like, it was cool. I, I liked it. You liked so, it? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, I'm letting you know. And this kind of goes into my main topic for the day. So, I'm not going to get too in-depth in this. Mm-hmm. But I just want you to know that I definitely did like you sliding in my DMs. So, when you like something, you should tell your significant other. If you like something and if you don't like something. So, if ladies and fellas, if your significant other does something that you really like or, you know, catches you by surprise and it kind of makes your heart flutter a little bit, you Uh-oh. should let them know so they can continue to do those types of things, right? This is true. I do have something that I do want to um, talk about. Oh, okay. What? Um, So I was talking to a, a young lady today mm-hmm. and the topic came up because I think she told me that she was either 25 or 26 or somewhere around that age group. Mm -hmm. And the question came up at what age... Was this a client or just a random person? No, it's a random. She's not a client. Okay. At what age is the cutoff to partying four times a week? (laughs) Four times a week? Four times a week. Like partying like... Like she basically told me that she felt some type of way today because her dad told her that she needed to get her <clears throat> she needed to get her shit together. That's what he told her. That's what he told her. And those are exact words. And he told her that she was too damn old to be hanging out at the bars oh four days a week. And she was asking me. The fact that he he had to say that to her though kind of makes it seem like she might be overdoing it. Well, I mean, she asked me what was my opinion on it. And your opinion was? I was like, why are you at the bars four days a week? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to. And her, her, hold on. I want to tell you what her her answer was. Okay. So she she told me, so she's not from here. Mm -hmm. And she said that she 
has a group of people that she's like 30 of them mm-hmm. in her her group first of all my first thing i was gonna say with 30 people that's a lot of people to have in your circle i can't keep up with 30 people on a day-to-day yeah. basis but whatever that's just my opinion mm-hmm. um so she was like of course with 30 people there's always gonna be something going on with somebody every week and so she feels like she has to go to, to everybody's, everybody's function so basically like if it's somebody's birthday yep. she gotta be there yep. if somebody got a promotion at work she gotta be yep. there like i mean but then the thing about it is too not only is she going she's turning up she's turning up and she's getting <laughs> drunk too so then she goes to work and everybody knows that she's drunk or hungover or hungover like yeah that's not really professional i mean so again, at what age is it okay? I at first it was cool. It was you know, I we get it. You young, you partying, et cetera, et cetera. Like at what point are you like, all right, dog? You need to chill out. It's time to. Well, that's a relative question. Are you asking me? Yeah, I said okay. Well, I didn't know if you were just telling me. Y'all's I mean, this is what happened today, but um. I kind of think that different strokes for different folks in a way. Like me personally, I've never been. I mean, you a homebody. Uh, I don't know if I'm a What? <laughs> okay. Somebody just get, lying to the people. Okay, we're not going to get into that. No, maybe, we are going to get into maybe that. Maybe I have homebody tendencies. Okay. But All right. I like I'm about to do I'm a little out, pivot here. When I, no, let me answer okay, the question. Go ahead. go ahead. Anyways, so I'm not really like. A person that goes out a lot and I never have been like in college I didn't go out all the time I really only went out like when I had to <laughs> most of the time for my so sorority your own body and then but every now and then I would get the urge to go to a party and stuff so my my story is a lot different because I've just never had that urge to do it not like I said every now and then I'll get the urge that I want to go out and turn up or what have you and then sometimes it's like pulling teeth to get me to go. But once I get there, I have a good time. Now, I know people who every time, you know, the bar got happy hour, they want to be there. But and they're just more like extroverted type people. So maybe she is an extrovert. I think that to sum it up, basically, I think that it's OK for her to go to the bars and stuff if she wants to if she's very social in that way and she wants to go to the bars it's fine but when it starts interfering with work and it seems as though she's hung over at work all the time and you know i think her performance is is reflecting yeah so she needs to learn maybe like how to go and maybe have one drink and then just chill or not even drink at all like on some so occasions. So you don't think the age is, she's still okay for that age? That yeah, age I think that she's, I mean, 26, I mean, that's young. I mean, I'm just asking. She young and she can go out and have a good time. If she can go out and wake up and go to work the next day and not be hungover. Yeah, but that's not then, what's happening. Right. So that's why I'm saying, like, I feel like it's okay that she's going, but she needs to do better about the drinking aspect and not getting so drunk yeah but that i think that's got something to do with as you get older you realize like okay maybe i I can go out that's fine i don't care nothing about going go out every day if you want to i'm talking about the excessive drinking 
and you knowing you're getting to that point where the next day you're not going to be able to do your job effective like yeah that's the problem and i honestly think at 25 you should already understand like i can go out and i should go out because i'm still young Mm -hmm. but i need to be able to be prepared for the next morning yeah and that's probably why her dad yeah he he was (laughs) from from what she told me (laughs) she was like he was really mad at me (laughs) (laughs) i was like i I bet did she not understand why like she was kind of like was she like asking you why was he so mad at me yes Oh. yes and i was like because you're too old for that <laughs> like <laughs> like there's nothing else that i can tell you but like you need to and what did she say she was just kind of looking at me like the deer in the headlights like oh okay like i guess she wasn't expecting that i was she gonna... wasn't expecting you to be on her dad's side or that i was gonna be that blunt yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you well, know whoever you were talking to must not know you that well they don't know me that well because i was definitely don't like, ask first of all don't ask questions you don't want the answer that's true to. definitely don't ask me and second of all like i don't know just do better whoever this is if you listen to the podcast <laughs> Um, it's okay that you go out and have a good time with your friends. And I think it's good that when people have stuff, you want to be supportive and go to birthday functions and all that. Like that's important, but just it ain't more important get a glass than of messing water, your money up though. Get a glass of water, get a glass of club soda, um, get one drink, maybe like a glass of wine, but don't take shots and all that on a tuesday night like you have to go to work i feel like that's what she's doing but i don't know but i'm I'm sure that the fact that her dad knows it's out of control and he doesn't even live here oh he doesn't live no here. i told you she's out of town she's oh, moved from out of town so the fact snap. that he knows that this is going on this is a problem yeah so little, I, don't know. I guess more of the story is you need to cut your turn up down well i'm curious to know what you guys think about that so if y'all have any opinions on it do you think there's an age that you should stop going out and partying four or five times a week and do you think that it's a problem that you when you do go out you're like drinking excessively and stuff shoot us an email because i'm curious yeah me too i'm curious to know like what you thought or think about that okay well, let's go ahead and get into your Marcus Money moment because I'm super excited about our main topic for the day and I just want to get to it. So, so we're going to do your Marcus Money moment, but I just want you guys to know that part of the reason why we're doing this podcast so late is because when I got home, he didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I told like, him, I told him, well, just don't have one. And will you just tell everybody that you didn't have one. I can't and cheat the people like that. He didn't want to do that. I so. can't cheat the people like that. So um, this came up because in the last couple of days, I had a couple of people talk to me about this. Um, and it's something that I think almost everybody has a conversation about at some point. If you're dreaming about having a lot of money, it mm-hmm. comes up at some point. So um the conversation was what happens if i step into a lot of money at one time so i have a couple clients who um you mean like win the lottery or win the lottery or get inheritance from an Mm -hmm. insurance policy or maybe your job got bought out and you had some stake into the company and you got a big windfall of money um all at once so i wanted to give you 
five things to avoid if you receive a financial windfall. <laughs> I'm interested to hear these. Okay. So I want y'all to make sure that y'all take these five things. Get a pen and paper, write them down. And really, well, if you're really, in the car, don't do that. <laughs> really, really take heed to these. Uh-huh. All right. So number one. Number one. Resist the urge. To do what? Can I can I finish? Well, you just stopped and resist the urge. That's to spend? number one. Yeah, I'm gonna get to it. Will you sit oh, over there? And I'm relax? sorry, y'all. I don't know these, so I just want to be a part of the conversation. <laughs> Please sit over there and relax. God. <laughs> All right, so number one, resist the urge. Resist the urge to spend for at least three months. Three months? Three months. Uh-uh. So you're telling me if I win the lottery yep, that I have to wait three months to go to the mall and have a shopping spree? You got to be yep, kidding me. Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to create too much attention to yourself. Okay. All right. Um, so it's essential to work out what's really important to your life. So you want to make sure that you have some type of plan for this money so that you don't waste and become like a lot of those people I see on the TV show. So your dream car that you've been saying that you've been wanting. You don't have to wait. You you ain't going to go back once we win the lottery. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not okay. happening. So Listen. after, because guess what? All the stuff that you wanted in three months is still going to be there. Maybe. Oh my God, my stomach's growling. I hope y'all can't hear that on the mic. All right. Number two. This is for all you people out there who, um, you know, want to help the world. Don't make lavish gifts. Um. Right. So many people want to share their good financial fortunes with a whole bunch of people, but the problem is this can easily get out of hand and cause friction between family members. So what does that mean? That means that. Oh, I heard you did such and such for Aunt Susie, and you didn't give me anything, and, you know, I got X, Y, and Z going on. So Aunt everybody's going to have, um, you know, some type of issue. They're going to have some type of need, right, that they're going to want you to fix for them. And so here's my rule for that. If somebody calls you and they need some money from you, avoid them for 24 hours. <laughs> here's why you want to do that. Because in that 24 hours, I guarantee you they're going to figure something else out. Wait, so are you saying all these people know that you came into money? If if you out but this is why you would know that you have this money if you make lavish gifts. So Oh, so you're saying like it's okay to help people. It's okay to help people. But just do it in moderation. Do it in moderation. Like do it as if you would do it when you What you already have gonna it. do. Exactly. Right? Because you start making you lavish gifts, people gonna all they're gonna raise their eye and figure out, hey, what's going on with them? Mm-hmm. Right? Number three, nobody's going to want to hear this, but I'm going to tell y'all this, and I hope y'all take heed to it. (laughs) Don't give up your job immediately. No, that makes sense to me. So, you know. Because then people will know something up. You just quit your job, and you ain't. Exactly, right? So as soon as you leave your job, unless you sold your business, right? right? So, you know, a couple of my clients, myself, we all have businesses. If you sell that business, that's a whole different story. But, you know, continue your job as long as possible. Unless it's like one of those situations where your job is terrible and you really don't want to be there. Um, but keep your job for a little while before you actually leave that job. Number four, don't tell anyone. 
Not even me. I mean, of course you're going to tell the person who you lay lay down with and your significant other, et cetera, et cetera. But you want to kind of just keep that to yourself, keep your financial situations confident. Can I ask you a question? Yep. You mean, you mean confidential? What? You said keep, never mind. You said keep your finances confident. You mean confidential? Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm okay. Sorry. So my question to you is, let's say you and I weren't married yet. Mm-hmm. And we were living together, though, mm-hmm. like when we lived in Houston before we got married and you won the lottery. Mm-hmm. Would you tell me? No. Really? No. How would you keep that from me? I mean, when we was dating, you didn't really know my financial situation. We had a joint account when we lived in Houston. Oh, so when we, I was, we was engaged. Not at first. I don't think we had that when account we first as soon moved, as. When we first moved out there. We were not engaged, and we did have a joint account before we got engaged because, remember, you was trying to see how how I managed no, money. No, I put you on my credit card. That's what happened, right? But I could control that because I could cut you off at any moment. <laughs> right, so that's a whole nother conversation for another well, I'm day. Ju- basically, I don't I'm know. just trying to get at if you're in a serious relationship with somebody I mean, and you're I guess not if married you, if, to them. If you're in a serious relationship with somebody, you already know them, you already have established trust, whatnot, then it might be a good situation. But I mean, like, telling the masses is what I really mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And the last thing and the most crucial rule of them all is don't invest in anything without consulting a financial advisor. <laughs> that is a good tip because people will just be out here um, investing in everything. Oh my God. And right? have no idea what they get. You into. you know, Uncle Larry got this <laughs> idea that he's been dreaming about since the seventies. <laughs> And he found out that you had a little cash and he wants you to put 80% of your whole inheritance into, into his idea. Because it's going to pop. This is the next he been, Google. He been working on it since 94 and it's going to be popping. He could just see the vision. So here's what I do. I can't guarantee that coming into money will make you happy. But if you follow these five tips, there's a good chance it won't make you sad and lonely. That's true. All right. So let me do a recap. Okay. So number one, resist the urge. Got to resist it. Jamaria, you got to resist that urge. Number two, (laughs) don't make lavish gifts. Why do you keep cutting me off? Because you're going to, I know how you are. So, you know, don't be out here buying your aunties all these fancy shoes and these handbags that i can't pronounce and don't be buying your uncles no cars neither yeah exactly number three (laughs) don't give up your job immediately (laughs) (laughs) number number four don't tell anyone or don't tell the masses Mm -hmm. right and then number five don't invest any in anything without consulting with a financial advisor so those are my tips and it's just I'm not just talking about winning the lottery um, because that's like a long shot. I'm talking about, you know, you may get an inheritance, you may, you know, come up with a huge bonus at work. I'm talking about stuff like that that actually happens on a, a you normal might basis. Get a huge settlement out a of court huge settlement. Maybe happens. you got into a car accident, you got a settlement from that. Maybe you sue somebody, you got a settlement from that. I'm talking about if you get a large amount of, of money up front. These are five things that you might want to follow. And then one thing that I would just put a cherry on top of it was is making sure that 
you have a plan for that money. Right. So whatever it is that you get, make sure that you sit down with somebody that you can actually put a plan together so that you don't spend it all quickly. Yeah. Okay. Those are some good tips. You came up with them pretty quickly. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Next time, don't be unprepared when I'm ready to shoot this podcast. First of all, I'm always prepared. No, you weren't. As you can see, I came on here and I was ready to go. Marcus. What's up? You were not prepared. Nobody would know that unless you out here blabbing your mouth. They know now. He wasn't prepared. We ain't hiding stuff from them. This is real and unfiltered. He wasn't prepared, but... This should go to show everyone that he really takes pride in his craft of financial planning for people. The fact that he was able to come up with this in like 20 minutes because it's something that he talks about all the time anyway. So It is. I mean, I feel like I should write a book. You should. That, that way I would have all this stuff written down. Because, I mean, honestly, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I have a lot of information that I could spew out. But I promised my wife that I keep everything general. So I think that's yes. the hardest part about what i'm doing because it's, it's so, so much stuff i know it's so hard for you because um, you just be wanting to go deep. but i will say that a couple months is coming up um and i think it's it's either august or september and it's life insurance awareness month and i promise y'all every week of that month i'm gonna give you some type of fact about that so i'm telling you that it's coming Okay. And uh it's i think it's either august or september so one of these months is coming and so be prepared and I really want y'all to um, send in questions about stuff on that. Yeah, send in questions that you have about life insurance policies and stuff. Because, I mean, I'll admit, I didn't really know a whole lot about life insurance policies prior to Marcus educating me on it. Um, and, you know, there's a lot left to the imagination. Because a lot of times you have an employer and you get like a life insurance policy mm-hmm. at work. But there's so much more. Yeah, so much that. more that goes in, and and then with me too, because I mean, before I say about two years ago, I didn't even talk to people about it either, because I was more of a a stock guy, right? Mm-hmm. People people came to me to get investment advice, and I didn't never talk to anybody about protection. But as I grew in my practice, I realized that you can't talk to people about accumulating assets without protecting them, right? Yeah. So that's why I want to make sure that I spend some time talking about it and not trying to get too deep. But I just feel like that's one thing that's lacking in our community mm-hmm. um, is because we're not insuring ourselves and we're, then we're not able to transfer wealth to the next generation. Right. So Amen one way that. that we can, you know, prosper as a people is by having adequate enough life insurance to move on to that next generation so that they can come successful and they can have that actual nest egg. But. Another day, another time, we can get all into that. Yes, send all your questions. August or September will be that month for all of that. So I'm looking forward to that, honey. Look at you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at you. Okay. <laughs> I am so ready for today's topic. And another thing I want to tell y'all, too, that ain't got nothing to do with finance. <laughs> what? We changing the music here soon. Yeah, we are. Because um, I just... Jamaria said it, and I was talking to somebody on here, too, and they was like, hey, Marcus, you do music. Why ain't your music playing on here? Yeah, he got a whole album, y'all. Um, like, his music should be at the beginning and end of this podcast. So we gonna, that's going to be updated, and it's going to be changed here real soon. Uh, I don't know why it's not already on here. Because um, you was being silly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I'm just one type of people where, how would you explain it? Um, I don't know. You... 
you don't be thinking about like the amazing things that you do. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> that's what I'd say. I, I just think it's like one of them type of things. Like I, I'm sure there's some creatives out here that's listening to this, and you know, you feel like you've heard your stuff so much that you um you might get tired of it, or I don't, or that you know it's not good anymore. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Well, it's great, honey. I appreciate Your album that. is amazing. Anyone who has heard his album will definitely agree that it is amazing. Um, so yeah, just be listening for that change. If you if you tune into a podcast episode and the music is different, don't be alarmed. It's still us. There you go. Okay, can I get into my topic now? Go ahead. All right. So, honey. Yes. Today we're going to be talking about love languages. Oh. <laughs> So um, last year in February, I did a blog post on my blog through Jam's Eyes, like about love languages. Through Jam's <laughs> Thanks for that. No problem. <laughs> and um, I was curious to see that if I took the quiz again, would my love languages be the same or would they be different? And I was curious of the same with you, my sweet. So what we're about to do is you're going to take this quiz what yes you are and i'm we gonna that ask much time. you we sure do it's not a long quiz okay i'm gonna ask you the questions and then i'm gonna tell you what your love language is and then i, I took the quiz earlier today so i already have my results in in comparison oh, so you can my, be already prepared you just want to put me on the spot like that yeah that's basically what this section is about like i know about it you don't <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about your money moment either. Go ahead. Anywho. Carry on. So um, for those of you who might not know the five love languages. Yeah, you got to refresh my memory because I damn sure don't remember. Why don't you remember? I mean, is it you think this is just the first thing that's just popping on top of my head when you say five love languages? I'm supposed to just memorize them like I knew I was about to take a test. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm just supposed to just, oh, yeah, let me rattle them off. I'm back online. Seriously. Spit the five love language. <laughs> <laughs> Go. <laughs> Shut up. I'm okay. just trying to figure it out. Like, yo. No, so for those of you who don't know, the five lung the five love languages is a book that's written by Gary Chapman. And I read the book a couple years ago. Did you ever read the book? I'm gonna let you just think about that. You were supposed to read it, did you? No. Why? I think I skimmed through it. You skimmed through the book? Yeah. Well, we still have it, so oh you God. should probably read the book. Okay. But anyways, it's a really nice book, and basically Gary Chapman believes that everyone, like people in relationships, children to parents, like everyone has a specific love language. Um, and the five love languages break down as words of affirmation, Quality time, acts of service, physical touch, and receiving gifts. Now, you can go and Google, like, the five love languages quiz online. It'll come up with Gary Chapman's website and all this stuff. And you can take the quiz for yourself, or you can follow along as I'm about to give the quiz to Marcus. Um, but I would suggest you go and take it yourself because you can plug in your answers and then it'll tell you what your love language is. You'll find that most of the time you have a little bit of all five in you, but you just are more so one than the other. Um, so, so let me ask you this. Do you have my results from the last time? Yeah. And I have my results from the last time too. Oh, okay. So we're going to compare. 
okay. the, the two together. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna you're gonna take the quiz and then we're gonna figure this out. So first, I'm gonna ask you what you think my love language is. Uh, whichever one is about talking. Uh none of them were. Oh my bad. Do you do you need me to repeat them? Uh, I thought it was word of affirmation. No, that's that's you like compliments. Do you want me to repeat them again? Yes, go ahead. Okay, the five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, physical touch, and receiving gifts. Okay, so yours are no. What is my top love language? <laughs> oh, uh, probably spending quality time. Okay, I'm not gonna tell you yes or no at this point because we're gonna talk about that in a minute. All right, so let's get right into this. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when I receive a loving note slash text slash email for no special reason from my loved one. Hey, how long or, is this? Test? It's not long. I told you it's not long. Okay, go ahead. Do I need to start over? No, I heard you. Okay. Or my partner and I hug. My partner and I hug. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when I can spend a long time with my partner, just the two of us, or my partner does something practical to help me out. Practical to help me out. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a little gift as a token of our love for each other, or I get to spend time. I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with my partner. Mm. Tick, 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 tick. The gift. The gift. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when my partner unexpectedly does something for me, like filling my car or doing the laundry or my partner and I touching. Touching. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when my partner puts his, her arm around me when we're in public or my partner surprises me with a gift. Surprises me with the gift. <laughs> Okay. It's more meaningful to me when I'm around my partner, even if we're not really doing anything. That's you. Or I hold hands with my partner. I don't really know about these two, but. Um, you got to pick one I or the other. Know. Um, I guess the first one. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a gift or I hear I love you from my partner. I love you. Okay. You got to be quicker than this. It's more meaningful to me when I sit close to my partner or I am complimented by my loved one for no apparent reason. Sit next to him. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when I get the chance to just hang out with my partner or I unexpectedly get small gifts for my partner. Oh, my God. Why is this all about <laughs> gifts? <laughs> just answer. Um, What was the first one? I get the chance to just hang out with my yeah, partner. Yeah, that one. Okay. What what if there's a, a a neither? You can't do that. You have to pick one or the other. So it's not really giving me a whole. So lot all of them start with it's more meaningful to me wins. I'm not gonna say okay, that anymore. Okay. Go ahead. I hear my partner tell me I'm proud of you, or my partner helps me with the task. Helps me with the task for sure. Okay. I get to do things with my partner, or I hear supportive words from my partner. Supportive words. My partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. Or I feel connected to my partner through a hug. One, the first one. Okay. I hear praise from my partner or my partner gives me something that shows he or she was really thinking of me. The second one. 
I'm able to just be around my partner or I get a back rub or massage from my Give partner. Give me that back rub. I already knew that was your answer. My partner reacts positively to something I've accomplished or my partner does something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy. That one? Yep. You can't just point. We're on a podcast. Yeah, but you're going to figure it out anyways. <sighs> Y'all, he picked the second one. Um, My partner and I kiss frequently or I sense my partner is showing interest in the things I care about. Kiss. My partner works on special projects with me that I have to complete or my partner gives me an exciting gift. <laughs> complete that project with me. Come on. I got work for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm complimented by my partner on my appearance or my partner takes the time to listen to me and really understand my feelings. What was the first one? I'm complimented by my partner on my appearance. That one. Okay. My partner and I share non-sexual touch in public or my partner offers to run errands for me. Run me them errands. <laughs> <laughs> my partner does a bit more than her normal share of the responsibilities we share, like around the house, etc. Or I get a gift that I know my partner put thought into choosing. Uh, not that one. The first one. <laughs> my partner doesn't check his or her phone while we're talking. That never happens. Or my partner goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. Goes out of your way. We're almost done. Thank you. I can look forward to a holiday because of a gift I anticipate receiving. Or I hear the words, I appreciate you from my partner. I appreciate you. My partner brings me a little gift after he, she has been traveling without me. Or my partner takes care of something I'm responsible to do, but I feel too stressed to do at the time. The second one. My partner doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking. Or gift giving is an important part of our relationship. <laughs> Why is all these gifts? I'm going to take the gift on this one. You are? No. Put the other one. Okay. My partner helps me out when she knows I'm already tired or I get to go somewhere while spending time with my partner. Helps me out while I'm tired. I already know. I, I feel like I could have done this for you. My yeah, partner you and have. I are. No, because <laughs> these have to be your answers. But you already know them. My partner and I are physically intimate or my partner gives me a little gift that she picked up on the course of her day. Run me them draws. <laughs> <laughs> my partner says something encouraging to me or I get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby with my partner. A hobby with the partner. My partner surprises me with a small token of their appreciation or my partner and I touch a lot during the normal course of the day. <laughs> they can't see what you're Tracks. doing he's like touching me with his feet <laughs> my partner helps me out especially if i know they're already busy or i hear my partner specifically tell me i appreciate you i need that help help yeah i'm needing <laughs> i think this is the last one thank you Jesus. my partner and i embrace after we've been apart for a while or i hear my partner say how much i mean to her first one the first one yeah all right, we're done. Woohoo! Okay, so what do you think your first one was or your number one is? Can you read the five to give me again? The five are words of affirmation, quality is. time, mm -mm. acts of service, physical one. touch, or receiving gifts. It's either physical touch or acts of service. You're absolutely right. Your number one love language is acts of service. And right up under it is physical touch. Your last one is receiving gifts. Yeah, sounds about <laughs> right. Now, mine, on the other hand, my number one was quality, quality time. time. So you were right. Gifts. You were so right about that. Huh? And receiving gifts. 
No, my second one was words of affirmation. Talking. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's you talking to me, giving me, which goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast when you slid in my DMs. And you kind of like flirting with me. Like that's words of affirmation. Ah. So I was like feeling that a whole lot. I'm like, oh, he in my DMs. Okay, hey. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and my last one was physical touch. <laughs> well, see how that goes, guys. <laughs> so your second one is physical touch. My last one's physical touch. Um oh. <laughs> Okay, so um, last year, hold on, I'm trying to pull it up, guys. Bear with me. Last year when I did it, my top one was quality time. So that didn't change. Um, but my second one was acts of service. And so what, now what, what's changed? My second one is words of affirmation now. It's not acts of service anymore. And yours was physical touch first and then acts of ser- service. So they swapped so now acts of service is a little bit more important to you than physical touch. So that changed from last year. So one of my questions for you today was, was going to be like, do you think that these can change over time? Like your love language can change over time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, as you grow older and yeah, I think like your priorities, yeah, and priorities change. change and the, you know, the things that are important to you change. Yeah. I mean, so like now, I mean, running a business, like it, it helps me or it makes me feel good to for you to be involved in helping. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if you do something like that, it makes me happy. Yeah. Because I feel like you're helping support the family. Right. And Even I can the family see that. is just me and you. But right. And that's another thing. So, you know, we're married and we don't have any kids yet. Mm-hmm. So right now it's just me and you in the household every day. So the things that we require in order to feel loved might be different once we have kids. Absolutely. Like I can see acts of service probably coming higher on my list once we have kids, because I feel like it'll be, you know, a lot more things that I might have to take care of. Excuse me, around the house and stuff. Like when we have kids Yeah, no, I or agree. period or like with the children. No, I agree. So, uh, yeah. Um. So why do you think it's important to know your spouse's love language? Well, before this conversation today, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's important because you should know how your spouse wants to be loved. Exactly. Um, I just think that, you know, it probably help out um, because you know the things that are, like I say, are important to them. And that just helps with the overall dynamic of your relationship. If you understand what makes them happy, what makes them sad, what turns them on, what turns them off. Um, and I think another, you know, part of that question could be, you know, how does that person want to be loved or exactly. be made love too, right? Yeah. You know, I think that's important too, because if you like it this way and they like it that way, or they didn't realize that you like it like that, then, you know, you could probably have some issues, mm-hmm. you know, down the road with that too. So I think yeah. that opens up a conversation about all of that different stuff. Yeah. And so I just think it's super important for you to not only know your significant other's love language, but learn how to speak it. Yeah. Because, you know, my top love language is quality time. 
but that's not how Marcus likes to be loved. So if I'm just like, I want to spend time with you. I want to spend time with you. That's going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. But that's not <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> but that's not something that is going to, you know, make him happy. What's going to make him happy is me like being all cuddly and stuff around him and then like cooking a meal for him. Yeah. So, so, I, so I think that we actually played that role this week and last week right sunday mm-hmm. i took you out i spent the whole day with you you did i had your undivided attention I, it was you know great. i took you out to eat and we took you for some ice cream it was like a little kid right? <laughs> <laughs> and i was so we happy y'all came back so we watched happy. tv mm-hmm. we watched what i wanted to we watch what, I, what you wanted to watch and then yesterday um i came home you cooked mm-hmm. i got my lingerie <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Just tell everything. And I had a great nightcap. We, Dang. Yeah, hell. We had a great nightcap. <laughs> so, you know, it was a it was a great thing. Mm-hmm. You were there blushing. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about we transparent with the people. We are, but I just didn't know you were gonna tell that. Yeah, part. I did. Yeah. I'm not leaving nothing out. You try to call me out. So yeah, and I appreciate that. <laughs> So yeah, it was a know, great evening. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. You deserve a great evening. I appreciate it. But that's that's why it's important, you guys, to know your significant other's love language. So I encourage you, if you don't know, why are you laughing at me? <laughs> you turned into raw red. All red. Yeah. Anyways, I'm changing the subject. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's important. For you to stop laughing at me. Okay. It's important for you to know your significant other's love language because you have to learn to speak their love language and that will help you in your overall relationship with each other. This is very true. And on a side note, note. Side note, note. Yeah, it's it's two (laughs) notes, right? Because we're going back to what happened last week in your hair experiment. And I just want to (laughs) say that you did a tremendous job on this revamp. Oh, you like the post? I love this new do. I mean, you, first of all, when I talked about my hair thing, we already established that you like the puff. That's what I've been doing is this puff. Well, guess what? And I'm telling you and I'm re-telling you that I like it. Thank you. And you did a much better job from the last time we was on this podcast. Is this my words of affirmation There for you the go. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. See, y'all with me, right? Because last week I came in here. They know. Okay. We already talked about right. it. I'm just saying. So I just wanted to let them know that you f- you made the corrections. And it's, I did. It, that's what I want to say. But tomorrow is wash day. Oh, so, so I don't know what that means, but we can talk <laughs> about that later. But right now. Tomorrow is wash day. So, so. you know, I don't know what it's going to be looking <laughs> like. But uh, I'm going to try to make some shake with this head of mine. So, yeah, anyways, the quiz on the website will be very beneficial to you all. Um, It also has the option for you to take the quiz to figure out what your child's love language is. And I thought that was kind of cool because, you know, children are the same way. Anybody that you love has a love language. Yeah, and I feel like the kids, I I could be wrong, but I feel like the kids probably the gift thing is probably going to be high. Maybe not everybody. Not every kid. Maybe not everybody. But you got to think about it. If a kid grew up in a household where they get gifts all the time, but they true. never see their parents, that's true. Then they might need to have some quality time to feel loved. Yeah, they probably want the quality time. Well, some kids, some kids' parents don't want to be 
the kids don't want to be around their parents. I mean, it depends on the situation. Yeah, and that, so I guess and it it's the same with couples. Some couples, quality time is at the bottom of their of they love language list because the less they see each other, the better, which I don't know. Well, actually, um, it's funny that you bring that up uh, <laughs> because I was talking to somebody and they actually told me that they think that their relationship flourish so much because they're never together. So mm-hmm. basically what happens is the husband works nights mm-hmm. and the wife works days. Mm-hmm. So they have flip-flop schedules. So they never cross paths. cross paths except for only when they want to on the weekends, really. And mm-hmm. so they they told me that, you know, part of the reason that they've been married for 30 years is because of that situation and because a lot of times he's on jobs away like out of town so he's gone four nights out the week um i mean look whatever works i whatever works for you because i asked him like i you know i was there and uh she she had just told me that they just made their 30th year anniversary and i asked him what was the secret Mm -hmm. and she was basically like the fact that we have opposite schedules we don't see each other all the time, so we don't really have time to get on each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. So when we do see each other, we cherish each other's moments. And it may, it just, mm-hmm. it made. That reminds me of when we were long distance. That's exactly what I was just about yeah. to say. It, it kind of reminded me of when we lived in different cities. Like we might have had friction and, you know, arguments about stump, dumb stuff, which we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. But then when we saw each other, it was all love, like nothing happened. You know, we, yeah. it was greatest thing and then as soon as we left i mean they say distance makes the heart grow yeah. under so you know whatever works for you again like whatever works for you works for you yeah it's just i think i've gotten spoiled so i don't know if if i had took the five love languages quiz back when i was in college mm-hmm. my answers could have been way 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 different because i I hadn't been used to spending quality time with you for real. Yeah. Like I, I spent quality time with you in spurts. Yeah. So that might not have been at the top of my list. But then once I got a taste of the quality time, like that's just what well, I mean, y'all, when I say my love language is quality time, I mean it. Like I could oh, just sit, yes. I could just sit in the same room with him and just. And she's perfectly content and mad when I leave. Yeah. Like I get a whole attitude sometimes. <laughs> when you I know sometimes. <laughs> Oh, it is sometimes. <laughs> All the time you be mad. No, I do not. You be mad. I do not be mad every single not time. Not every single time. I said all the time. See, you see how you play on words all the time? Sometimes, all the time. Sometimes. Okay. All right. If that's what you want to say to make sometimes. yourself feel better about it. but Other times I'd be like, okay, go ahead. But in the back of my head, I'd be sad. But I don't be letting you know I'm sad because, you know, you can go do whatever. But I just like quality time. And my quality time doesn't always have to be like one on one time, as long as I'm with you. You know yeah, what I true. mean? Like, but, I can... but the good thing about it is, is like I don't like you. You're not a nagger. No. So the fact that you're not a nagger it really doesn't bother me. Yeah. And like I know some couples who they don't like hanging out with each other. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like and it, so like some people would think it's weird that I'm kicking it with you all the time, mm-hmm. but I actually enjoy hanging out with you. And I don't Aww. know if that's something that like some people they really don't kick it with each other. Like yeah. they the wife go out, the husband go out, but they ain't usually together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And some people they 
I mean, that's it what works, works for, for them. them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. for us, it's like, nah, it's cool. That's because you're my bestie. I know. <laughs> and we had that, you know, established friendship before yeah. we actually, you know, started dating. Yeah, we have a lot of fun together. So I'm glad that we have a lot of fun together. Because if I really got on your nerves, like I know you say I get on your nerves. I mean, of course. But if day. I really got on your nerves to the point where you didn't want to be around me, get on your yes, nerves. Problem. And my love language was quality time. Yeah, we would work. have a huge problem. Yeah, but but on the on the flip side of that, you know, you do kind of get spoiled with it too, because I'll be yeah. with you for like a week and a half, and then I gotta go out of town, and then you like, I want to go too, <laughs> and I'll be like, Well, that doesn't really have a lot to do with being spoiled. That just has to do with the fact that. I want to go out of town too. <laughs> <laughs> like it's I'm like addicted to travel. I want to go. Never satisfied. Like we didn't been on a lot of trips this year, yeah. and then I got. I, I am satisfied. I just, I just enjoy traveling. I'm addicted to travel now, and wherever the wind blows, I want to go. Especially if you pop up saying you going somewhere I ain't never been, then I'm like, well, wait, I want to so, go. So it's like it's like the <laughs> the the curse of of exposing. You know, your significant other to some new stuff because before now it was never an issue for me to go places without yes, her. Yes, it was. Well, I mean, it, it, you didn't really bring it up like you bring it up now. Mm, I think a, I think part of the difference now too is that I have the free time to go with you. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Because <laughs> in the Maybe past, that's what it is. in the past, like I would probably would have to work and I didn't have PTO. And so if I ain't got enough PTO, then I can't go with you. So it's not a mm. thing. But I'm like, I, I didn't, I didn't I'm really free. think about that. I'm free. Yeah, you that's going. what it is. You got too much Let's free go. time. We, well, I'm, I'm you know, down. that's about to change here it soon. Is. It is. It's about are to you excited about this new journey? I am. I am. When are you going to let the people know what your new journey is? When I'm deeper into it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, you know, she kind of gave me this eye like I'm talking too much about. about no. I just don't want to I'm, talk about it I'm just it too excited much about right your new now. journey. I'm excited about it too, but I'm the type of person that's like superstitious and stuff and I don't want to jinx whatever is going on. I just want to get further into it, deeper into it and then I'll Yeah, talk I know we're the exact opposite of that. Sometimes I probably talk too much before it actually Oh my gosh, yes. Uh you but, are so premature when it comes to stuff. You know. I'll be like, Marcus, it's not even solidified. What you talk what 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 are you talking about? I mean, that's just my personality. I that's don't know. okay. This you know, we balance each other out. This is don't true. We? <laughs> so I just want to say I'm proud of you for taking Thank this step. You. And I'll be glad when she finally tells y'all what's going on. Um yeah. I'm excited to share. I'ma share it. Just bear with me, guys. Bear with her. I just started on this journey, so it's gonna be a little while and then I'll share it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up because I'm tired and I know you're tired and, you know. Yeah, I'm over here yawning. But before we wrap it up, Uh-oh. I just got to ask you a question. Oh, my God. Do you have a knot on the back of your head today? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not even funny. It is I don't funny. even want to play no more. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. <laughs> All right? So it's been real. I'm no, not talking no I more. No, I don't want to talk about this because first of all, <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything that we are putting out to this world. Like this is about positivity and you know, two people as a couple. Oh 
but it's sharing so experiences, funny, right? If and you see, now you trying to you, you trying to bring know. me down. Like I don't understand <laughs> why you're trying to do this right I'm trying now. Trying to bring a black man. Yeah, down. it's funny. Every time I come up, here you come <laughs> pulling on. You know what I'm saying? You did it to yourself. You like you like these people out here. When I go see them, they ain't see me a while. They be like, "Damn, Marcus, you didn't gain weight." Like uh, I already know, Marcus. This ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> You are being real sensitive right now. <laughs> like, this has nothing to do with that. Go real ahead. quick, I'm gonna tell you. Oh my god! The other night, so Marcus likes to play. Like we're we're best friends. We act silly in the house. Sometimes I don't be wanting to play though. So I guess he was trying to play tag or something. <laughs> I don't know if he. I don't know. He was trying to play tag, so he like hit me and ran right. So I didn't run after him. I just stood there. I don't recall. And so then he looking at me like, why are you not chasing me? <laughs> like, why are you not playing this game with me? And I was like, I don't want to. And then he kept looking at me all sad. So I faked him out. Like I acted like I was about to start chasing him. And so he ran down the hall and I missed it. But he must have fell flat on his back. <laughs> ah, ha, ha. And I looked, and he was on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And later when I asked him what happened, he said, I slipped, and I hit my head on the floor. (laughs) I'm glad you find you in this. It's so funny. I mean, I made sure you were okay first, but. I mean, it really hurt. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. I haven't ran all day because of that. You scared to run? Yeah, I'm scared to run in this house. Just don't run in your socks. You got house shoes for a reason. You yeah. ain't wore them lately. Where they at? You don't know? Oh, y'all. We're going to have to. So, first of all, we're going to have to talk about the fact that he shrugs his shoulders, points, does stuff on this <laughs> podcast that y'all Because I already see. told you that I'm not talking no more. And second of all, we're going to have to talk about the fact that he always losing stuff on another day. But I just had to tell y'all that he fell, and I wanted to end this on a funny note. He ain't got no knot. I don't see no knot, so he's straight. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. We're going to get up out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Please email us anything. Yeah, you were supposed to read an email this week, but I guess we don't have time. Yeah, we don't have time. Sorry. Sorry. Please keep them coming. I will get to an email next week. I'm not gonna say I promise. I'm not gonna say I promise, but I will get to an email next week. Um, But please keep the emails coming at ourhousethepodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is our o u r house the podcast at gmail.com. Tell them where they can find you, boo. You can find me on Instagram at Marcus Deontay J, or you can find me on my website. Mm-hmm. at marcusj.net okay some new thrown in there all right is that it yeah because i don't really remember what my twitter name i don't is, so. either you lied to the people last yeah week. I, I don't really i mean uh. last time i was on twitter was i can't even remember okay well you can find me at jamaria olivia j on instagram and through jamseyes.com for my blog i have my london and my ireland travel guide up so Ooh, check you out, Go world check class them out. traveler. They're real in depth. I spent hours doing them, so it'll give you all the details. 
All right, all right. My name is Jamaria Johnson. And I'm Marcus Johnson. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Bye.